Well, if you'd have had Rifleman hold on to the ball, then we would have won the game. We didn't quit. You quit. Welcome to Cruising It, the podcast where we watch and discuss all of Tom Cruise's films in chronological order. I'm your host, Donovan Bruce, and with me as always is Andrew Mount. You poured garbage on me, my wife, and my little girl. And Mason Kuzmich. Yo. On today's episode, we're discussing All the Right Moves, a sports drama following Tom Cruise as a high school football player who hopes to earn a college scholarship to escape his dead-end town. What did you guys think? Uh, I'm happy that we are almost done re-recording all of these goddamn episodes that we lost. Yes, but also I, I feel like I have to ask, is it a sports drama? Is it? They play sports and they have drama. Yeah. Okay. That's actually a good point. <laughs> There's like one five-minute sports scene that makes no sense. Oh, no. This it's is a, a very important part of the movie. This movie this movie <laughs> is a small-town drama about the death of American industry, sir. Where they play sports. Yes, okay. Sports drama. Uh, I mean, it might as well be like a college drama, right? I mean, but they're in high more school. of the central yeah. issue. It is a coming-of-age film where also the town around them is dying and everyone is just... Really and, and you know, the only, of... the only way that they can get out of this town is by playing sports, but then something happens and there's a lot of drama. Uh, sports drama! I mean, it's not... <laughs> It's not like it's and remember... And Craig T. Nelson shouts Mason, a lot of racial Mason, slurs Mason, are we going to get into another argument about genres? Because we've had some pretty heated points. Oh, points. my God. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not drunk enough for that. Wait, about genres? Have we argued about genres? Oh, not no, here. This is, uh, I got drunk and argued with people we, about genres we, at one we, point. We, he, he got drunk oh, one day. Wait, what's the genre argument? Uh, Super, whether, whether superheroes whether, are a subgenre of sci-fi. Well, we, the argument started of whether or not every superhero movie is sci-fi and then it turned into is superhero itself a genre uh, but is it okay okay but what if it's, here we go okay. <laughs> yes but, i'm not it, drunk enough for this what if it's like wonder woman right isn't that more of like a fantasy thing kind of i mean or uh doctor 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 strange yeah that's more like mystical stuff it wasn't really science Really right. science fiction but a lot Aha, of, uh, you lose sir a lot of the, a lot of the mystical <laughs> things that that fall into there are like oh, we're so derailed and yeah, we have not even, we're <laughs> still in the intro this was a bad this is a mistake say we need it's, to be it's drunker a, for this it's a difficult no because question. then mason would start yelling uh, okay <laughs> listener you need to be drunker for this <laughs> yes absolutely we should get into the movie well okay on that note let's get into our discussion of all the right moves Stefan Stef Djordjevic, played by Tom Cruise, is a Serbian-American high school defensive back who is gifted in both sports and academics. He is seeking a college football scholarship to escape the economically depressed small western Pennsylvania town of Ampipe and a dead-end job and life working at the mill like his father and brother Greg. That was... God, that's... Like that, his that, father, brother Greg. Like his father, <laughs> who works at the mill... 
and his brother Greg, who also works at the mill. There we go. That's Stephen Lannister. <laughs> his he, father might also be gr- named Greg. It might be Greg and Greg Jr. I don't think. Anyways, he dreams of becoming an engineer right after he graduates from college. Uh, Ampipe is a company town whose economy is dominated by the town's main employer, American Pipe and Steel, a steel mill struggling through the downturn of the early 1980s recession. Steph gets through his days with the love of his girlfriend, Lisa Litsky, played by Leah Thompson, and his strong bond with his teammates. Oh, oh yeah, that economy sure is dominated by American pipe and steel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the uh, entire it's town. It was a little hot for me right then. I mean, the, the name of the town is Ampipe. Yeah, because yeah, they're laying that Ampipe. Oh, kill my steel <laughs> industry, daddy. Oh, um, gotta love the company town, right? Only good things ever happen there. Yeah, mostly good things. I mean, me personally, uh-huh. I owe my soul to the company store, so. Ah, nice, nice. <laughs> Another day older and... Um, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> okay. No, no, right. Doug, no, Doug, leave this in. Doug, leave, leave this in. Leave it in, Doug. <sighs> There's no Doug, it's just me. I'm the one who <laughs> has to out. do everything. <laughs> cut, that <laughs> out, cut that out, Doug. Anyways, oh, right. this we were a, talking they about were talking this. about the, the the most boring part of the movie right yeah. here. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, so you get some some good stuff with the intro, right? You get to meet the uh, the principal when he drives by and picks him up for school on the way in. You get to see his connection with the people in town, and the fact that he's a little racist. Oh yeah, yeah. When uh, when they get to the school and he uh, he tries to. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember. I don't remember what it was. He just tries. He says something to some of the black kids in school, and uh, it's been a long time. It's been too long since we watched this movie. <laughs> Ignore me, folks. <laughs> Salvucci. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, right. Do your thing where Salvucci matters. Oh oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do that do, one. Do, do another that bullshit theory about how Salvucci matters. Oh oh my god, dude. <laughs> No, see, my thing, my thing isn't necessarily a bullshit theory this time. It's just that I kind of wish that this film had been from more from the point of view or Salvucci, or at least shown more of Salvucci, because you don't get a lot of him, and he he seems to be he seems to match up a lot more story wise with what they're telling you about the town, which is that it's kind of dying out and people so are having a lot of trouble. You're saying that you want this to have a bummer of an ending. <laughs> you're sad that this movie isn't sad enough. Well. Okay, so I think we'll get into this as it goes on. I think that I think that what they show about the town and what happens to the main character kind of clash tonally in in my mind. All right, I remember this now. I remember what we talk about, and my role is to defend the ending when we get there. But we'll <laughs> okay, <do it> later. <laughs> okay. But no, uh, my my theory about this is that it's all happening in the mind of the coach's oh, wife. Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. I will kill you right now. <laughs> We were recording this five minutes after we finished the last episode, and we all still hate each other. <laughs> Isn't like the biggest theme of Salvucci at this part when he's lifting up the top of his desk oh, with his dick, and yes. then fucking Tom Cruise's character smashes it down onto his dick, which is a super dick I move. Do remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you get a you get a good little like that's your introduction to Salvucci, but also also a big intro to Stefan's character. I mean, obviously he's got some stuff before this, but like you see, they're very similar. You yeah. See, you get that long five minute opening of him walking through town set to all the right moves. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you also get to know that the people love him, right? They, they, 
Yeah. And that foreshadows the five minute scene of him running away that happens later <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> because he, he's somehow he's somehow a football star despite being oh, what 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 is he on the team? He's like a safety def- defensive back corner yeah. safety, okay. something like that. Yeah. He's not like the star, right? He's like he's like good enough to get an offer. Yeah, but like he's, I mean, I guess. Yeah, he's not like Rifleman and Shadow. <laughs> They're the only names what? they get. <laughs> the quarterback and running back for the team's name is Rifleman and Shadow, and that is the only names they get. Oh, okay. But they do mention that, right? They mention that he's not like really great. Wait, I mean, well, I mean, like, well, okay. Well, they always so, say he's good at football. Well, something they don't mention in this recap is that. Um, his friend, uh, played by Brian Penn, is that the actor's name? Sure, Sean Penn's brother. Yeah, the guy from Corky Romano. Sure, yes. Sure. Well, anyways, he has gotten a, he had gotten a scholarship to like UCLA or USC or some big football school, mm-hmm. and Steph hadn't yet. And they were talking yeah. about how, like, oh yeah, you made it. I mean, I'm I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get a scholarship, you know. Right. This season, after the season, and all that shit. But. And Salvucci is in a similar boat to Stefan, uh, where and they they have the conversation about, um, and, and it, it's a really big point in this. It kind of shows sort of the desperation in the in the community at the time. Um, but Salvucci's a lot more defeatist about his potential to go to college. Uh, Stefan's still got a lot of hope for. For yeah. his prospects there, but Salvucci, well, see, when, when Stefan says that, oh well, hey man, you still got a chance, still got a chance, and Salvucci's response is, yeah, for welfare, like he's he's pretty much given up. Well, Stefan's also kind of like, what what are you watching on your computer <laughs> while we're trying to? Watching, <laughs> like, this, oh, this, this from this from I'm gonna check my Facebook yeah, here. For uh, a that's edited Extremely. out. That didn't happen. Nobody <laughs> no, knows about that. Well, Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Doug, no. leave this in. Hey, this is extremely topical. Doug, cut this out. Um, <laughs> Corky Romano has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> this is a movie which I remember fondly. The hell is Corky and Romano? I now realize that the movie that I was actually thinking of, that I think of fondly, is Undercover Brother, which also has Chris <laughs> in it. So you guys can move along and talk about the movie, and I'll update us on the Rotten Tomato score for Undercover Brother. All right. All right. Sounds good. Anyways, what I was going to say was that Stefan's also, like, he's not getting any, like, very much attention Mm -hmm. from, like, college scouts, but he's also, like, holding out for, like, a really good school. Because there's a college recruit who comes to his house and says, like, hey, you know, you know, we we have an engineering program, and we'll give you full ride. You know, football mm-hmm. scholarship, and and, and he's kind of a prick about yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's he's like, ah, oh, well, I, I mean, y'all are kind of a small school. Like, you don't think about it's it. It's like it's like, bro. Like, and then the guy gets up and leaves. He's like, we'll always have a place for you, Steph. And it's like, holy shit, dude, just fucking take that. Well, it's and, a full ride to college. Like, come yeah, on, man. Don't, yeah, there's a little and, bit of arrogance here at the beginning for sure. And yeah. his dad kind of tries to cover for him, like, oh, listen, my son is uh, is talented at football so he may have some options and i'm sorry he's being a little shit i'll beat him harder later um oh. I, you know i was gonna say something there. yeah well uh let me just cut in right here God <laughs> something way more important <laughs> this undercover podcast brother. Is, this episode <laughs> is shit. off the rails undercover it's okay it's conversational it adds, <laughs> yeah. it adds flavor um undercover brother has a 77 percent on rotten tomatoes i do remember that being a pretty good movie also i realized you guys said what's quirky romano a second ago um so it's <laughs> I a said movie that. starring chris Catan, 
is a very bad movie, and he's part of the mafia, and his dad is a mafia boss who's like under I FBI could have guessed investigation. It from the kind of Italian name. So he has to infiltrate. He's like the shitty like loser brother who's not really part of the mafia, mm-hmm. and he infiltrates the FBI. Oh what is happening? To spy <laughs> on their right investigation. <laughs> Porky Romano. And it's just think of it this way: it's a whole movie centered around Chris Kattan, who we all know has a very vibrant career as an actor. Anyway, welcome That's to Chris Kattan cast. Kattan in it. No. Oh, what? Not at the Roxbury <laughs> undercover brother. Podcasters of Catan. That one episode of How I Met Your Mother. Uh-huh. I think that's it. I think those that that's every episode. <laughs> all right. So back to uh, Mission well, all, all right. Most of the film takes place after the big football game against undefeated Walnut Heights High School. Ampipe Pipe appears headed to win the game when a fumbled handoff in the closing seconds, as well as Stefan's pass interference pass interference penalty earlier in the game leads to a walnut heights victory following the game coach burt nickerson played by craig t nelson lambasts the fumbler in the locker room who i believe is sam salvucci uh telling him he quit the game when stefan retorts that the coach himself quit the coach kicks him off the team i believe it's actually pronounced crang t nelson it's um, not though <laughs> Uh, I I think it is, but it's really not so important. What what is important? Uh, I do want to talk about the uh, the start of the or right before this football football game. And folks, if you've ever wanted to see Craig T. Nelson just shout a bunch of racial slurs for what seems like no reason, uh, yeah, it's a great film for you. Yeah, you can close your eyes and pretend that Mister Incredible is doing it. <laughs> oh my God, you can. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, With Frozone is- standing there like what the fuck. <laughs> This is actually a good scene for uh, Tom Cruise's character. I think mm-hmm. this is where I actually started to like him in this movie. Um, I the not, football game or the practice? The or the one or the thing the, like after the, the end of the, the game. locker room after. afterwards. I mean, the football scene is weird, and we can talk about. Because we kind of jumped over the the football practice that they had too. But we, yeah. We'll, we'll, oh yeah, we, we'll, 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 talk about we'll circle that. back. We'll circle back. Yeah, that's true. That, okay, <laughs> this yeah. podcast is already practice is ridiculous. Bad. <laughs> the football scene is bad, but then the locker room scene is good. Um, uh, I think it's mostly just because I uh, don't like sports coaches, especially ones who like scream at their teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially oh, because you don't like winning. Try to make yeah, exactly <laughs> that's the kind of shit that they say. <laughs> when I'm like, maybe you should treat you know I don't know maybe this is like you know little fat gay sixth grade bad at sports Andrew here who is scared of his gym coaches all the time because he doesn't know how to play sports, but you have to play sports all the time. Just like everybody should know how to play football already. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I was really Sounds glad like you had a really good middle <laughs> <Tom> school. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> My entire life growing up, just pretending to be sick whenever we played football because I don't know how to play football. <laughs> they just make you play it and they pretend that everybody should know how to play. Listen, man, if you get out of it's middle bullshit. school, if you get out of middle school without brain damage, you're not you're not doing life right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, what were what, what were we saying? I don't know. I'm so heated up about football right now. <laughs> we were now. talking about the Oof. locker room scene when he oh, right. when he stands up to the coach because the coach is, is being an asshole to Salvucci. Yeah, and you know what? Steph was right. Steph was correct, and it was good defense of Salvucci. Salvucci didn't really screw up. The coach screwed that play call up. But we we, uh, we do need to circle back because there's a lot that's happened. Yeah, yeah, can we talk about the weird football scene? Well, well first, before that. Okay, the practice scene. Well, the practice scene's important because there's a lot of foreshadowing here mm-hmm. where the coach, like, screams at Steph for committing pass interference during the play. And yeah. as, you, as we covered in the recap, that's a kind of a big moment in the game as well. So yeah. uh, it's basically just the coach screaming at the players during practice the whole time. That's pretty much the practice scene. It is. Um, but he's... Well, well, 
I don't, I don't have anything more to add to that. Actually, I, I dropped. There's so much buildup. I know for for it's great. Just nothing. It's great. It, that's my that's my life. That's me in a nutshell. I'm just All a right. Massive well, well, disappointment. You know what? Whoa, um, whoa, 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 buddy, buddy. No, I'm, I'm a boy. I really I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Uh, but uh, I'm still so mad from the last episode <laughs> that I just agree with you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, wow. there is one other thing that I did want to bring up, though, which um, I think needs to be talked about because it's a, really a pretty big part of the film is his relationship with his girlfriend, which we've only kind of briefly mentioned so far. Yeah, I haven't really talked about that at all. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's one of those things like they, they show them together a lot and they, they do a lot of actually building for, for the relationship there. One of the scenes being like they're uh, they're sitting in like the theater or whatever during their lunch break and uh, they're talking about college and uh, she's talking about, well, hopefully you go somewhere close and he's just like, no, I got to go to the best school possible, which is obviously far away from here in handpipe. Um, Fucking handpipe. But she she's shown as being generally very like she's doing her best to try to be supportive and yeah, she's great and she's yeah. in my opinion their relationship is is the emotional core of this movie, which it makes is. the ending good and not a bad ending. Okay, stay um, tuned. But also also important is this uh, this little scene that they have where they st- where the two of them are making out in the car and is that where we get a little top shaft? No, 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 no. That's, that's later. later. Shit. They're making out in a car, and then he tries to. Steph tries to push things further, and she doesn't want it. She has to shove him off. And well, I mean, off I mean, and, he he keeps pushing it further, and yeah. she lets him go for a little bit, and then he like takes her hand and like shoves her hand into his pants, and she's like, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah." No. Steph, Steph, it's our requisite Steph. 1980s movie fucking gross sex moment. Back it up a sec. Well, but yeah, but this one's handled much better than the movies that we've watched so far i think that's true and at least the plot of the whole movie doesn't revolve around this happening right right because this is a sports drama not a sex comedy yeah and and it's and like he's he's kind (laughs) of played sex drama sure and he's kind of played as being like the asshole for this oh (laughs) are there sex oh (laughs) eyes wide shut right is that what you're thinking? Oh, I mean, no. if you want to call that a drama. What about the vampire? Va- va- interview, va- with the vampire? interview with the vampire? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> it's kind of a sex drama, right? Isn't there like a lot of vampire sex in that? No. Isn't he like really hot in that movie? And everyone's like, oh, look at Tom Cruise. He's so hot. No. <laughs> I really don't remember this movie very well. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the football game. It wasn't very good. It was not a great scene. Yeah, it, it almost... It, the, the, the way they shot it was... It was a decision. Yeah, uh, wasn't a wasn't a good one. Yeah, well, you know, like how you have movies like Remember the Titans that are really good at those football scenes, that, like really build character all the way through, and it's all like really relevant to the plot. That was not this. This was the exact opposite. Wait, you mean filming a football game for movies only good if you actually show the characters you're invested in, and not just yes. random stock footage of football players? Well, yeah, because they just filmed a high school football game. Like, literally the only, like... You don't know any of the characters before. You know, like, Tom Cruise, <laughs> and you don't know any of these other football guys. And Tom, oh, he just got hit. Tom Cruise only has... Shadow, no! <laughs> Tom Cruise only has two scenes in this football game where they actually focus on him. It's, it's the, when he gets his pick six, when he intercepts mm-hmm. it and gets a touchdown, which is actually a really good play, and then his pass interference that the coach focuses on and just ignores the fact that he scored a touchdown for the team. But, you know, whatever. No, the pass interference, though, that kind of set them back. It was a problem. That's true, but I'd take one pass interference call for a touchdown, you know? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, but no. I don't really know anything about football. 
because I hate no, it. No, <laughs> one, one penalty for a touchdown. That's a good trade. I'd take that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's just, it's really weird. It's just all cut and edited like really fast and it's hard to tell what's going on and you don't know who any of the players yeah. are. And like the but, lighting's weird. There's like, a, there's like a lot of like, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched this movie. I may be wrong. I, I kind of remember there being like a lot of like lens flares. Uh, well, like I, of like the like stadium lights. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's real like Friday night lights. Yeah. Type thing. But, but again, like not as well shot. Yeah, right. Not because you don't know any other people, right? You're not like, <laughs> oh, this is the part where like the quarterback's trying to prove himself to his parents or whatever. You're like, I don't fucking know who these people are. Yeah. It, 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 I actually didn't know until he got his interception that Steph played defense. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed he was on. Really offense. didn't cover that that well. Um, Another kind of another kind of thread through this is like Steph is not the only one. Steph and like the students aren't the only ones trying to get out of this town. The coach is trying to get out of the town too. Mm-hmm. He he's seeing this game as his big shot to get out of Ampipe for like a bigger school. And, yeah. Well, this is like the big game for Steph and for the coach because mm-hmm. the coach is and, trying and to Salvucci. Yeah, but you know. Okay. Nobody yeah, cares I mean, about okay. Salvucci. It's, it's, it's a moment for everybody who's trying to get out of the town. But, but yeah. we care a like, lot less about Salvucci than I mean, Cruz. But they're act they they actively I like care talk about, about Salvucci. They actively talk about this game because like basically the coach has been like the coach at this high school for like three years and he's never beaten this school because they're like the best school in the division or whatever. And this is like they're undefeated up to this point. And this is their chance. And he's like, well, if I beat this school, then I'm going to get that college coaching job. And it's the same for Steph. He's like, you know if. I would have a good game and we win the college scouts that are, that were in the crowds or whatever, you know, they're mm-hmm. going to be more interested in me and I'm going to get my scholarship. Right. And then they lose. And then the coach is a dick. <sighs> yeah. And kicks Steph off the team. It's rough. And then as oh. a result of that, that anger gets passed on to his girlfriend who he shouts at. And then he <laughs> just decides to walk home. He doesn't decide to walk home. Yeah, he does. Cause he, he was he, no, like, they no, had a seat he, on a bus he, for him. Yeah, they tell him to ride with the cheerleaders, right? And then which, like, why don't you? But anyway, I I don't know if there was actually a seat for him on the cheerleaders bus. I think the coach just didn't give two shits with how he got home. He's like, "You're not on the team. You're not going on this bus. Go ask the cheerleaders if they got a spot for you, you little bitch." Fucking football coaches! <laughs> oh, I'm an adult, and you're a child, and I'm gonna humiliate you. God damn it! I hate the ball so much. <laughs> That's called if winning. You're, if you're a football coach and you're listening to this, I fucking hate you. Uh, harsh but fair. No, never mind. I was going to say, unless uh, you're Jason Garrett, because he's the only football coach that I know, but I don't really like him that much. So. In the aftermath, disgruntled <laughs> Ampipe fans vandalize Coach Nickerson's house and yard. Stefan is present and is a reluctant participant, but is nonetheless seen by Nickerson as the vandals flee. From there, Stefan deals with personal battles, including dealing with the coach blackballing him among colleges because of his attitude and participation in the desecration of Nickerson's yard and house. Stefan gets in an argument with Lisa and his best friend Brian, uh, declines a scholarship offer to USC, and plans to marry his pregnant girlfriend. Oh, yeah, we didn't really cover that either. Oh, yeah, at the yeah. pep rally before the game. Yeah, so so basically, so Brian Penn... Brian Penn? Yeah, or is the this character, Romano guy. Or is this character just named Brian? Anyways, Brian... Sean Penn's brother. Who is who is <laughs> Steph's best friend, gets a scholarship to USC, and then bef- the pep rally before the big game, he lets Steph know that his girlfriend's pregnant, and he's thinking about not taking that scholarship, and Steph is, like, horrified at well, that. And, and you get this great shot of, like of Tom Cruise looking just really distraught and concerned and confused 
and then it just kind of like I don't remember if it like zooms out or whatever, but then you see all these people cheering at the pep rally, and it's it's a little, yeah, you you feel it. If mm. like I actually remember, this is the one moment. The pep rally is the one moment where I was like, oh, this is actually like really well shot. You know, you have mm-hmm. that juxtaposition, and, and then they well, had the football like game right after it. And you're like, oh wait, yeah. no, <laughs> it's not though. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had a good scene. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just that they don't really. They kind of skip over stuff in this in the break between that section of the recap and the next right. one. Uh, kind of don't talk about you know him and Lisa, you know, mending things or whatever. Well, we'll get to that. Well, Is that when we get the top shift? That, that's what I'm saying. It's that's oh, yeah. not covered in the recap at all. So we should probably talk about that. We now. should. Yes, this is when you get top shaft. Yes. Okay. So they <laughs> make up. I guess they have sex at some point, and you get a little bit of Tom Cruise top shaft, yes. which is pretty good. Yeah. They they make up pretty because uh, because she shows up outside his window playing her sexy saxophone, and yeah, it's like a say anything in reverse. Yeah, but before say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does that I'm does that Google happen? That. She plays her saxophone. Yes, yeah, so you yeah. asked this exact same guys, question what? last time. Yeah. We did this. Is she fucking with me? No, no. <laughs> no this is like she's, I don't know. Sta- she's been like standing there five years since I seen this yeah, movie. She's standing there in her letter jacket, leaning against a light pole, playing sexy sax music while he looks out of the window. <laughs> and then she comes up to his room and they bone. Yeah, they he lays some of that amp pipe. Hell yeah. He dominates with his American pipe and steel. Oh, yeah, and then and then they end up going to I guess it's the wedding of Brian and his girlfriend. It I mean, yeah. happens pretty quick, but it looks like they like the next scene after they bone is you know something them, like that. Them going to to his friend's wedding and mm-hmm. basically kind of goes over you know Steph accepting the fact that his friend's not going to take that scholarship and seeing right. that he's happy with his girlfriend. Right. And everything like that. But But let's let's take it back a little bit and get to the vandalism. Mm. Which is where you start to realize well, maybe not start to realize, maybe start to realize this a bit earlier, but where you definitely realize the principal or vice principal or whatever he was. Oh, he's the principal. He's he's the fucking worst. Which by the, the way, worst. in case you didn't gather from context clues there, the principal's the one who's leading this vandalism of the coach's house. Yes. Which is a thing you do well he picked up stefan because stefan was walking home because it wasn't allowed on the team bus Mm -hmm. and then they pull up to the coach's house and he's like all right boys you all ready to do this and they all jump out stefan dumps trash on the lawn well he's like really hesitant to like do anything at first but then he everyone's all excited and really all he does is take a a bag of garbage and just Yep. Dump it on the yard, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck you, coach." While the while <laughs> the, the uh, while the other guys like are taking like, a fucking Bowie knife to the to the tires of yeah, they're the like slashing car. his tire and like spray painting <laughs> his house, and uh, that's that's how you know you're a good principal, and also how you're an employee in a great work environment. Uh, well, actually, when when they start slashing the tires and painting on the house or whatever, that's when Steph really starts to like, well, maybe we shouldn't do this, and he kind of like. It's too much, and then he gets shoved back. Yeah, he, yeah. he kind of tries to stop them, and then that's when the principal shoves them back, and they leave him there. And he's <laughs> hiding behind the coach's car when the coach comes out, and then he decides to just run away. And the coach is like, um, okay, I know who you are, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a scene where they make eye contact, and then he just, like, runs away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you just, see, you just see Craig T. Nelson kind of, like, giving him this evil squinty eyes as yeah. he's running off. And then the next scene is him tr- asking to get back on the team, which is yes. 
that's great. Bad timing on his part. <laughs> Which the coach refuses. Uh, why? <laughs> In addition to calling like all of his friends in the college scouting and stuff and telling them like, "Hey, fuck this kid." And he, I believe, he, I believe, like harsh but fair. I believe at one point Steph starts to get desperate and calls that school that said they'd always have a place open for him. I believe there's a phone call with that where that person's like, well, we don't have a spot open for you. So I think that's when he starts to realize he's being blackballed. Yeah. It's kind of weird that this coach has so much power over his life. But um, but I do think that this is where the, the, the whole point of the movie starts to emerge, um, which is that they specifically set up this parallel between the coach and Tom Cruise, that, that they're both trying to get out of this town, and they're both trying to use football to get out of this town, right? So they're mm. kind of in the same boat. Um, but I, th- they both live in a shitty situation. And at the moment, they are just kind of turning on each other and just being shitty to each other. And it's just making life worse for both of them. Well, and to compound all this, uh, Ampipe is around the same time this is all happening, laying a bunch of people off. Um, Oh, wait, hang on. I'm I'm just because I'm thinking about his dad. It was at the bar. Didn't some... This was... I'm thinking of the right movie. This is where the dad punches the guy in the face for saying that his... uh, uh, your your boy lost us the game or whatever. Hell yeah, something like that. And then he just punches him in the face and walks off. And and uh, Steph's brother just like, wow, dad. <laughs> Toxic masculinity, folks. Yeah, but ball's not that important. Conflict resolution. It's not that's not conflict <laughs> resolution. It's conflict creation. But we see conflict this, initiation. Right. We see this bar again, and this is part of another one of uh, Stefan's little. Uh, life challenges, I think they call them. Uh, what it, personal battles? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he goes into the bar and uh, finds the principal and tries to get him to go tell the coach that he had nothing to do with the vandalism; that he was just kind of along for the ride. And the principal laughs at him and basically goes like dark ass villain like you think you're ever getting out of this town i own you <laughs> you're stuck here with me forever lackeys get him and, yeah, and then, then all of his fri- all of his friends i forgot about the city ass <laughs> while the <laughs> while the principal sits in the background and laughs palpatine laugh in the background good anakin good kill this 17 year old child do it yeah, so but right anyway. now, right now, it really just seems like Steph is making all of the wrong moves. All the wrong moves. God damn it! Yeah, he's really just losing it. Oh, <laughs> oh. but at least he and his girlfriend have taps the outside. <laughs> yeah, okay. have. <laughs> uh, the, the least they at least they have that sex though. That's. That, um, well, and, and it's more they they patch things up and they <laughs> yeah they do yeah but no it, it all get, like that's kind of where it starts to turn around for it, <laughs> yeah right? it does uh, wait <laughs> well then frustrated by what Nickerson did Stefan angrily confronts his former coach which ends in a shouting <laughs> match in out in the street <laughs> best, the scene. best scene <laughs> but Lisa decides to Who made talk. You God man. <laughs> But Lisa decides to talk to Nickerson's wife to try and help. In the end, Nickerson realizes he was wrong for blackballing Stefan. He has accepted a coaching position on the West Coast at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Sure, if that, I guess that's how you pronounce that. And offers Stefan a full scholarship to play football there, which he accepts. 
Yeah. Hooray. All right, so this scene like, with the coach is great, right? Because they get in the argument yes. in the street. And for some reason, I don't know if I'm remembering this right, because, again, I saw this movie like five years ago. But <laughs> it's like Tom Cruise is like leaving their verbal confrontation at uh-huh. the end. And they have like a like a pretty just steady shot of him like walking down the street, like walking away. But then he kind of runs sometimes. And then sometimes <laughs> yeah. he stops running and like walks a little bit and like looks back around and then keeps walking and then he starts running again. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? He turns back around, yells it's great um it's just great it's just all one long shot like if this were a wes anderson movie it would be you know bill murray running away from the camera and it's like yeah. for comedic effect i don't think that's what they were trying to do in this movie i don't think so no no but th- this is like that point in the movie where you realize that the coach is starting to realize that you know they're all trying to do the same thing they should be helping each other out and i know last time we talked about this you called it the crab bucket mentality crab bucket mentality yeah dragging each other back down when really all you need to do is unionize uh mm-hmm. for, for the for the town in general the broader broader problem um but i mean yeah like it's it's a moment of growth for the coach even though they're still in their little shouting match and question though if your steel mill is closing down and leaving the town does unionizing help you well i know it wasn't closing down i didn't think i thought it, i thought they just laid people off i could be wrong well maybe again we again it's been I like assume a this decade is like a since dying we've seen steel this movie town or something I well i mean that is I mean, kind of kind of is it's kind of but how yeah, the anyway, country was then whether but. through unionizing or some other means you need to help each other when you're in a shitty situation right and solidarity like, hey let me not just vindictively tear other people down while we're both trying to get out of the fucking rat race. That's not how this coach does things. Not until the <laughs> girlfriend talks to his wife. This girlfriend is the best. She is very normal throughout yeah. the whole movie, and then she's the first person. She doesn't want Tom Cruise to go to college, right? She wants to stay close. She wants him to stay close. They can go to college together. They can hang out and stay together. Right. But, but she's like, no, I love this guy, yeah. so I'm going to let him go, and I'm going to try to let him do what he actually wants to do and talk the coach into it. Also, but at yeah, the same nice. time, she th- also she let Tom Cruise just. Uh, okay, it, all right, you went a different direction <laughs> with this than I did. Hey, yeah, good girlfriend. She did. <laughs> okay, well, no, I, I was. She finally say, put out. I mean, oh my <laughs> god. Whoa. Okay, so but all of right. course you can be a good girlfriend without putting out. Yeah, because and because that's not no, like the end all be all of your value as a person in a relationship. I, that's I when they say, mended things in the movie. Oh my god! No, they did a lot of good. Things I'm just with talking their about what happens in the movie. Continuing to be the <laughs> villain of this podcast. They they did a lot of good things with it's her gotta character be one. that ain't it chief <laughs> sorry keep going mason they, they did a lot Losing of good things it. with her character where they where they definitely demonstrated like she has her own her own shit and her own things that she's after and the when he when tom cruise tried to like force force himself on her basically she stood up for herself she didn't take his shit when when he was being an ass to her just because he was mad at the coach um and yeah, they eventually mended things, but they kind of did it on her terms. And mm-hmm. yeah, we need a movie about this girl instead of Tom Cruise. Yes, and, and Salvucci, who and, I believe, who Salvucci. I believe, around this time also, you get like the last scene with Salvucci, which you really don't get much of a scene. It's just cops taking him away, uh, saying that he's he's going to jail, and then the coach kind of running after him, like, wait, no. And you also get a little bit of a sense that the coach is maybe starting to realize, uh, maybe I shouldn't have been so hard on these kids, but like it's real brief. Yeah. Or maybe like, you know, 
he's hard on the kids as the football coach, but deep down he cares about the kids. And when he sees, you know, this kid being arrested and his life, yeah. you know, pretty much being ruined, that side comes out. He's not the football coach at that point. He's just, he's a mentor. He's no, well, come it, back. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, I think this town's also got a lot of like really uh, anti-Italian bias to it. Mostly because, uh, mostly because like, because everybody movie, hates Salvucci. Yes. Everyone has hated Salvucci. This <laughs> do they hate him film. because he's Italian though? Or uh, do they I hate assume. him because he's, He's he's, just, uh, he's like he's hateable. Uh, he's lovable, sir. I could take or leave Salvucci. Do you see what he was able to do with his dick at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah but then gets, doesn't he get com- crushed? Then doesn't he commit armed robbery at the end of the movie though? Uh, and allegedly, he lost, that's allegedly. allegedly, and he lost that game, ruining Steph's life until the that's end of true. the movie when uh, everything nobody, works. Nobody out. would have had to be nice to each other mm. if Salvucci had just done his fucking job. Oh yeah. no, Salvucci! He's the villain of this movie. No, he fucking quit. Oh god, no! <laughs> Once again, it's the Italians. <laughs> Cut that out, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Oh, lost so uh, many it, viewers and our the, listeners in this of our Italian listeners, all of our Italian football coach listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was our entire audience. And I remember something didn't the girl. Hey, what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what this podcast? Oh, we, doing offensive stereotypes now. Why am I listening? If to Mamma did, mia! If we didn't lose them, we just did right there. <laughs> Pizza. Okay. <laughs> My apologies <laughs> to the entire well, country well, of Italy. I'm doing this because I like doing impressions of Italian people they're very offensive <laughs> and i know that this is good radio because we're laughing and having fun right now but also please cut this out <laughs> really uh anyway wasn't there like an art school storyline or something Didn't yeah the well girlfriend have the girlfriend wanted on? to go to art school but she, she well and this came out when she was talking to the coach's wife and she's like well yeah but i'm not sure i can afford it and the coach's wife had the great advice of oh, well just do it which was a little <laughs> yeah, weird yeah, just do it <laughs> just do it but but okay. I mean, but at least the wife got to say what she wanted she to, and the wife was convinced to go talk to talk yeah. to the coach. And okay, you know. yeah. all right. Anyway, yeah, girlfriend's great. Yeah. She is. If you have yeah. the power to help other people in your same shitty situation. You should help them. Yeah, yeah. And then everything works out for everybody except Lisa at the end. Of and the movie. South and Italians. <laughs> well, yeah, but once he gets arrested, nobody cares about him anymore. So no, it's oh, whatever. Okay, yeah, well, he's three squares a day, bro. What more can you ask for? Okay, but what what? Ha- how did he do? How did he? He's do gonna having... get so ripped, though. Oh, he's gonna get so ripped, bro. Dude, I've seen Orange Is the New Black. Prison is like summer camp. Yeah. Oh, I assume that he that he was punched in the face and told to sit somewhere. But I may be thinking of a different movie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, th- that's kind of that's about where where we get. Uh, Steph starts working in at the mill, I think, or working some job. I don't, I don't know exactly what happens. Yeah, he's like picking up shifts with his brother, right? Yeah, and um, I thought he wasn't because his brother got laid off. There was no shifts oh, to pick okay. up. I don't know. I didn't think he, he was doing I, something. Yeah, I think he, it was, he was like down lower at the level mill. construction work, right? He, he uh. was down at like at the mill or something because that was like the last shot of the movie when he's coming out and the coach is there and he's like, "Uh, I've been a dick." To be perfectly honest, I was completely tuned out. That's it's like last ten minutes. I'm just like, you know, I'm done That's with this fair. movie. And yeah. I, I do want to say this did feel rushed to me and a little. I mean, may, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe what I wanted here was a bummer ending, but. It well, just it just totally clashed with a lot of what you're seeing with the rest of the town. This I mean, entire they time. did just have a screaming match two scenes ago, and now they're like 
totally cool. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they could have cut out some of the weird football stuff at the beginning and... Maybe a montage of the know, coach really thinking really about his decisions. Spread this out more at the end. But I want to, you know, uh, again, I want to be here for the fact that it's not a downer ending because I think it's offering, like... A theory, a, a theory of change here, like how you should be different when you're in a shitty situation. It's not just trying to depict, depict the fact that people are in shitty situations and then get defeated by them. Yeah, I not mean, not that that's invalid. I think that's just a sure. different movie than what this movie's trying to be. Sure, it just felt to me like, oh, everything's been going bad this whole time, but hey, uh, everything's going to get fixed right now, right now. Well, and it's and it's for done. one guy. Well, yeah, and everything <laughs> for one guy is going to get fixed. Well, and that other guy is still living with his pregnant girlfriend. He probably doesn't have a job. And again, that that, that was kind of so my. She's in jail. That was kind of my problem with it because it tried to leave you on a happy ending, despite the fact that most of this town is in a really shitty situation. Yeah, you just get I feel that like that's a the running the theme with '80s Tom Cruise movies: this ending on a happy note where everything works out for everybody. We've gotten three movies. Again, works out for one person here. <laughs> I mean, well, the coach, too. This did not work out for most characters in this movie. It, I mean, yeah. it worked out for the coach his and, and his for brother Steph. still don't have jobs, I think. Well, his, his dad didn't lose his job. His brother did. But, I mean, Yet. it worked out for Steph and the coach. They both got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the coach got a job, and Steph got laid. And, you know, went to college, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah, he went to college all night long. Bow, <laughs> let's get into some fun facts and background info about all the right moves All right, and uh, yeah, I was completely wrong when I talked about losing it because this movie was also on a lower budget of $5.6 million. Is so. this like the third time that we've done this? <laughs> it's yeah. like every movie after losing it. Not every. Well, Mission Impossible maybe, made for $2 million. Okay, I can say with 100% certainty <laughs> that losing it made the yes. lowest amount of money, and maybe I just assumed everything about it was the lowest. But no, this was made $5.6 million, was actually pretty successful, $17.2 million yeah. box office. Uh, wasn't super well received, uh, 52% critically, 39% from users, so okay. a little better with critics. Um, still, uh, the Rotten Tomato scores there, still rotten for both. So. Yeah, I actually generally enjoyed the movie. I thought I thought it was done well. I think that the public's given it a not given it really a fair shake. Yeah. Well, maybe if they had up the if they were able to up their budget a little bit, maybe we could have gotten a better football scene. Yeah, that would have helped. You know, something that was actually entertaining to watch instead of just God, it just bugged the hell out of me. It took me right out of the movie. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's shot so poorly. Anyways. Uh, I guess we'll say he did his own stunts. He he played football for realsies. So. I mean, yeah, that's that's something. That's something you get injured doing. Oh, speaking of injuries, we'll get to that in a oh, minute. It, also, also, <laughs> did we ever come up with a definition of stunts? Because I think we talked about that not too long ago. I have not locked down <laughs> a, <laughs> like definition a philosophical <laughs> definition of oh, stunts. Ooh, bonus okay. episode, a philosophical discussion of what constitutes we're a stunt. Like, we're like two episodes away no, from it. No. <laughs> we're like two episodes away from it not mattering because everything he does is fucking insane and is yeah. clearly a stunt. So, yeah, Look, fair. is Halo jumping really a stunt, though? Oh, yeah. Or is it just an <laughs> obligation that every actor has? Is just kind oh, of no. <laughs> uh, yes, running, sports drama. 
Oh, no, he, <laughs> and he that one scene. He actually walked the entire time he was playing football. It was really weird. Yeah. Part of why the football scene didn't really work. That's why the coach yeah, was that, so that makes that, mad. that makes that touchdown he scored really impressive. <laughs> nope. He just walked with purpose. Nope. <laughs> All right, well, uh, in preparation for this movie, uh, the director wanted Leah Thompson and Tom Cruise to go undercover at a high school um, uh-huh. to remember what high school was like, uh, and they went to separate <laughs> schools. Uh, Tom Cruise was found out immediately because someone recognized him from TAPS. Oh. Uh, and, uh, from Leah TAPS, Th- not Risky Business? Well, I believe this was filming before Risky Business came oh, out, okay. so that would be... I feel yeah. like I did the same thing last time. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> Such a fucking broken record. <laughs> well, well, no, this is good. You're only a broken record to me because I had to listen to those podcasts before oh, we lost okay. all of them. Anyways. Um, had to? Nobody. Well, we'd chain him up. You remember this. Anyways. Nobody recognized <laughs> Leah Thompson. She went four days without being recognized, was asked out several times, and was caught smoking by a teacher. So. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Uh. Can you believe I've still never been kissed (laughs) by a guy that is? For all you not another teen movie heads out there. I can't believe no one has ever taken a dump on your chest. Oh my god. (laughs) That's for all you Infinity War fans out there. (laughs) Uh, And yes, speaking of injuries, uh, Tom Cruise did get injured again in this movie. He suffered a concussion during the football scenes. (laughs) So... Oh. Uh, maybe we should start a new section. Did Tom Cruise get How many hurt? head injuries? Did he get hurt? Because it happens a lot. Let's do a head injury count for, for Tom Cruise characters. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, considered to be the male version of Flashdance, which came out the same year, which is uh, follows another young person in uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, she's a, She was a welder and an exotic dancer who was trying to get into a ballet school, you know, trying to get a better life for herself out of a shitty town in Pittsburgh. So... Yeah, pretty much. But I, her weldings? No, I'm sorry. Her exotic dance supervisor wouldn't give her good <laughs> recommendations bla- to the black ballet ball. school. <laughs> yeah, and she kept shouting that she quit. Well, I but mean, then she shouted back like, "No, I didn't quit. You quit." Yeah, <laughs> and then some Italian gets fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, God damn it! Get out of here, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Salvucci. Well, I mean, no, it's it's a good little little window on the cultural anxieties of the time. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Leah Thompson, uh, th- in an interview not that long ago, I think last year, she said that uh, she didn't want the part because uh, the script required her to do multiple nude scenes, uh, which she was uncomfortable with. Uh, but Tom Cruise uh, stood up for her and went to the producers and said, hey, yeah, how, he about, how about we don't do those nude scenes Hey guys, I really want to be naked with Leah. And then, and then decided that hey, what, well, what if we do one, but I'll be naked too? That way, you know, we're both in a vulnerable position. So, you know, quit. Tr- <laughs> Good guy, Tom Cruise. Quit being a dick. <laughs> she, she was, Sorry, she no. was uncomfortable because it was probably only she was the only one naked. That t- that's yeah I, tends to be how Hollywood does things. They're getting a little better with that. And you know what? If Tom had done more, that, yeah, yeah. If Tom had done that, we wouldn't get a, right. right. We wouldn't have gotten a little bit of Top Shaft if he didn't, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's the only nude scene Tom Cruise has done, so there you go. Enjoy it, Top Andrew. Until, <laughs> until Top Gun 2. We got a little two. bit in risky business, right? We got some, we got some butt. We got some, like, right? side butt. Does that not count as a nude scene? I don't yeah. know. I guess not. I don't know. He was shirtless right. in Top Gun. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, a bonus episode where we talk about the philosophical definition of a nude scene. Nude scene. <laughs> God damn it. 
Uh, all right. We'll have to watch a lot of movies with nude scenes to figure that out. You know what? I'm back on board. <laughs> uh, but we're going to stick strictly to that scene where Hodor is naked. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got giant's blood in him. Um, Anyways, so, do you guys have anything else about this movie? <laughs> yeah, my main thing is I was trying to think of like some kind of pun where I'm talking about how gross like the male gaze is in movies because of naked women. But if movies were made by male gaze, there'd be a lot more naked men. <laughs> but I just I can't think of a way to make that pun <laughs> there, work. There is absolutely but a joke there. I wanted people to know that every time I say male gaze, which is frequent in these gross '80s movies, in my head I'm like, <laughs> it sounds like male. Gaze. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like male who males who are gay. Yeah, more movies should be made by male gaze. All movies are made by but male gaze. not Brian Singer. All right. That's all we have <laughs> on All the Right Moves. Uh, join us all next time right when we watch Tom Cruise's fantasy epic, Legend. I'm Donovan Bruce. If you like this episode, make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes and check out Cruising It Pod on Letterboxd for our Tom Cruise movie rankings and other general movie stuff. I'm Andrew Mount. Um, studies show that you'll be happier if you delete all your social media and try to interact with people you know, in real life instead of being obsessed with Facebook. Um, for uh, this and episodes of other podcasts that uh, we're doing, uh, visit our website at gcatsmedia.com. That's G as in gravy, catsmedia.com. One more time, that's gcatsmedia.com, a uh, website that I like now. It's going to sound like I hate it in the next episode, but that's because we recorded that episode a long time ago. <laughs> and I'm Mason Kuzmich. First, I want to say Legend will be a second fantasy epic after, of course, Risky Business. Uh, but... <laughs> Please do remember to fo- follow us and like us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, follow us on Twitter at Cruisin' It Pod. And please do that so I can pretend I have friends. And you've been listening to Cruisin' It. The dogs are intrigued. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs>